For I am crucified with Christ And yet I live Embrace the cross Where Jesus Welcome to Crossbound Ministries where we are bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world, encouraging Christians and pointing sinners to the cross. Will you please pray about supporting our broadcast and ministry that gives us the ability to spread God's word. You can get involved by going to crossboundministry.com. Please welcome our preacher, Mike Sadler, as he brings us an important message from God's word. Embrace the love Amen. Open your Bibles with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse number 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse number 12. Lord Willem will finish this chapter today. And I have some many important things to let you know from God's Word through this passage, especially you men and you young men and you older men. And so the Bible says in verse number 12, As touching our brother Apollos, I greatly desired him to come unto you with the brethren. But his will was not to come at this time, but he will come when he shall have convenient time. Watch ye, stand fast in faith, quiet you like men, be strong. So Paul is writing to the Corinthians here, and he's talking about our brother uh, Apollos, and says basically he can't come to you right now, but when he has time... He will when it's convenient for him. But he goes on to say something much more important. What they should be doing in this time. Now listen to what he says. Watch ye. Stand fast in the faith. Quiet you like men. Be strong. You know that uh, us men at our heart, we're warriors at heart. That's why we love a, a good rugged football game or baseball smashed out of the park when you hear that crack of a major league bat or a hockey player fighting his way to the goal. Amen. But it seems that a lot of men in this days have become spectators and just satisfied with being a, a tame spectator sitting there on the pew or in the stands. But I'm mainly talking about in the church. Because there is a great lack of leadership in the church among men. I can tell you, man, if you've ever seen the statistics of what happens to a family if the mother gets saved compared to if the man gets saved, it's astounding at the figures, the facts that are out there of what the percentage is the whole family will follow when the man gets saved, not so much when the woman gets saved. Why is that? Because the man is the God-ordained leader of the home. Now, that does not mean he gets to dictate and say what exactly happens, but that does mean that he is supposed to lead with loving leadership and make the sacrifice for his family, and they will follow him. His wife will follow him because God has designed her in that way. And there, there is a movement nowadays about toxic, toxic masculinity. Toxic, there's no such thing. God made a man to be a man. The same kind of courage and ambition that, that a man has courage to run into a building. 
that's on fire to save somebody. Hey, I would say that's some good masculinity, is it not? Now, there are some bad men out there. There's no doubt about it. The only thing that stop a bad man is a good man. And the only thing to stop a bad man from being bad is when he decides to be good, when he decides to get saved, when he decides to put the Lord first, when he decides to put himself last, when he decides to take care of his family instead of buying a new truck and a new boat and a new this and a new that. That's what makes the difference. Because, because masculinity is a good thing. It is God-made. It is God-ordained. Listen to me. The Bible says, watch ye, stand fast in the faith. Quiet, you like men. Be strong. I'm going to tell you what I came up with, and this is my little saying. And it's men, mark out the territory that God has given you and protect it. God has given you a home. You're supposed to protect it. God has given you a family. You're supposed to protect them. God has given you a wife. You're supposed to protect her amen that's good that is good masculinity so being a man is a good thing and there is nothing wrong with it hey and you need to instill those same values into your son so then set the example that say no what it's like what they should be doing to be a man to make that sacrificial leadership amen that's what i said listen to what i said sacrificial leadership that means if you don't want your family to do it, then you can't be doing it. You don't want them to talk that way, then you don't talk that way. You don't want them to go there, then you don't go there. You don't want them to drink that, then you don't drink that. Amen? You have to set the example. And there's nothing wrong with standing your ground. You can stand your ground and still lead in a loving, loving way. Now listen to what John Eldred wrote in his book, Wild at Heart. A man must have a battle to fight. A great mission to his life that involves and yet transcends even home and family. He must have a cause to which he is devoted even unto death. For this is written into the fabric of his being. That is why God created you to be an enemy to be an ally, to join God and forces in the great battle, to have fellowship with Him. Listen to what the Bible says. Watch ye, stand fast in the faith. Quiet you like men, be strong. Be strong, amen? Just like I said, mark out your territory that God has given you and protect it. There's nothing wrong with that. That is what God has called you to do as a man, to be a provider and a protector that is your that's why a man is naturally stronger than a woman physically that's his job that's his duty to protect his family and any man that misuses that will pay a, a heavy heavy consequence when he stands before god almighty because there are some abusive men out there there are some bad men out there and let me just tell you that is not that is not why god made a man stronger than a woman god made a man stronger than a woman so that he can protect her watch over her look out for her and take care of her amen that's why god made a man stronger than a woman now listen to what the bible says watch ye stand fast in the faith quiet you like men be strong you know that you can stand for what's right and still not be a jerk about it you know you can stand for what's right stand in the faith and still show others love you can stand for what's right and still show them love that's right i said that you can stand for them and say you know what i do love you we're not going to go there and we're not going to do that i do love you and i love you enough to not do that or go there amen that is loving leadership because the very next verse says let all your things be done with charity so he says in verse 13 watch ye stand fast in the faith 
quiet you like men. Be strong. Be a man, he says. But then he goes right on the next verse and say, let all your things be done with charity, with love. You are to do everything that you do with love. You are to stand up for your family, take care of your family, provide for your family in love. You are to stand fast in the faith that God has given you. Stand on his word. Be strong. Take a stand. But the Bible says, do all things with love, with charity. We're to watch constantly. Stand fast in the faiths. Be brave. Be strong. Hey, it, it does take somebody that's brave to stand up and say, that's not right. We shouldn't do that. It takes somebody brave to do that. So many sit on the bench nowadays. I don't want to make a wave. I, I, I don't want them to look at me in that way. I, I don't want to say that's wrong because they're going to look at me. See, people don't like to be called sinners. They don't like to be told what they're doing is a sin. Boy, they don't like that word at all. But sometimes it's the most loving thing that you can do is tell them, sir, ma'am, Son, daughter, husband, wife, you're wrong. And this is why you're wrong. And you take the Bible and you show them. But also, listen to me. Also, men, Paul may have been thinking against the dangers of false teachers here. Because just as there are many false teachers and preachers today, there are many prosperity preachers. There was also back then. And I believe that's a big part of what he's talking about right here. Stand strong in the faith. Be brave. Stand for what's right. Be on guard at all times. Always be vigilant. Be sober. Be looking out. Because the devil, your adversary, roams the earth like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. And I'm just here to tell you that dirty, rotten, sorry, no good, dirty devil, he don't never stop. He don't never give up. He's always looking for somebody he can destroy, a family he can hurt, a kid he can tear apart, a marriage he can wreck. He's always looking for something to destroy. He hadn't stopped back then, and he's not stopping now, and he's not going to stop until the Lord Jesus Christ throws him in chains and throws him into the pits of hell, and that will happen one day. His time will come, but until then, you stand strong in the faith. Be a man. Amen? We are not to give an inch. Listen to me, men. We are not to give an inch on biblical principles. We are to behave with true courage. We are to be strong in the Lord in all that we do and all that we say. But we are also to show love, the Bible says. We should live our lives with, with total, listen to me, total devotion to God first and then to others. Remember what he says? All the law hang on these two commandments. Love God Almighty and love your neighbor as yourself. If you do those, boy, how do you, you, you've got it. There it is, summed up in two little verses. Love God first and love your neighbor as yourself. And listen to me, this could be hard for a lot of us, but it will mean a giving of yourself to others, a giving of your time, a giving of your love. Uh, you will have to give your forgiveness. You will have to give things that your flesh does not like to give you will have to be unselfish you will have to give love when you don't want to give love you'll have to give forgiveness when you don't want to forgive 
You'll have to show others mercy when you don't want to show mercy. But let me just tell you, God showed you mercy. So you should show mercy to others. Because if you want mercy yourself, you need to show it. Amen? So you can stand strong in the faith. Be brave. Don't give an inch on biblical principles. This doesn't mean you have to be mean or nasty. This doesn't have you mean you have to be rotten. This doesn't mean you have to look down on people. Because that happens a lot, even within the church. As much as I, I love people and I love the churches, people are full of the problems and the church is full of people. Amen? So there are always going to be problems. So you always have to look at your own heart. And let me just tell you, you're not going to change anybody in the church except for yourself. You're not going to change anybody in your marriage except for yourself. You're not going to change anybody in your family except for yourself. The only ability that God has given you to change someone is yourself. And so you need to live it out in front of them. You need to love it out in front of them. You need to love them, forgive them, point them in the right direction, all while you're standing strong in the faith. As I look around right now, and I see all the families that are being hurt by that dirty devil, I see all the marriages that are being attacked, I see all these things that are happening, I tell you what, the devil is alive and roaming the earth now probably more than ever. He wants to destroy you with everything that he has got. You have got to stand strong on God's holy word. And I'll just say this, and I'm so guilty of this. We live in America, and we get so busy, and we got so many new fadangled little fadazzles that sparkle and, and get your attention and, and draw you in and waste your time, basically, instead of stopping, turning everything off. And getting alone with God. Getting your Bible out. Yes, I like the digital stuff. I listen to the Bible. But there is nothing like holding that Bible in your hand. And looking at those words on the paper. Nothing will ever take that place. The Bible says, heaven and earth will pass away. But my word shall endure forever. I believe even in eternity, even in heaven. We'll have a copy of God's word. We'll sit, we'll study it. And we'll still learn from it. And we'll never exhaust it. Amen. I love that about God's Word. You can read the same verse 5,000 times, but on that 5,001 time, God can shine a light on it. The Holy Spirit can shine a light on it and show you new things that you have never seen before. Amen? And I believe that's going to happen throughout all eternity. The Bible is the one physical thing that you can hold in your hand that will last throughout all eternity. God's Word. Matter of fact, God's Word is so important to Him. He says in the book of Psalms that I hold my Word above my own name. That's how important, that's how important God's Word is to Him. So how important should it be to you? As I tell my son, even the men that I work with, a man is no better than his Word. If his Word is no good, then he is no good. I don't mean a person don't make mistakes sometimes. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you shouldn't forgive them. But if a man's constantly and his word is no good, there's something wrong. There's something wrong there. He needs to get it right with God. Amen? Look with me now verse number 15. I beseech you, brethren, ye know the house of Stephanas, that it is the first fruits of Achaia, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. Wow. Did you hear what they just said? They have addicted themselves to the ministry 
of the saints. I ask you, ladies and gentlemen, have you addicted yourself to the ministry? I can say this, that the ministry is a really a giving of yourself. A lot of times we tend to put it on a missionary or a pastor or an evangelist. But the truth is, ladies and gentlemen, God has called each and every one of us to be in his ministry. And that's a giving of yourself. When you give somebody the gospel, the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, amen, you are giving them something that God has given you. And you want them to have what you have. You're giving of yourself to them. You're loving them in the best kind of way. Listen to me. Many times, let's just be honest, many times you do get rejected. Many times people will listen, but they don't, they don't actually take heed to it, or they don't get saved right then. But I can tell you that you are planting seeds. You are planting seeds. Nobody sees it when an when a acorn falls off of a giant oak tree. Nobody sees that. Nobody sees it sitting there on the ground getting rained in, and it, it, it drives into the ground. It sits there for who knows how long and lays dormant till finally it breaks forth someday when some water and some rain comes along and it grows into a giant, mighty fortress of an oak tree. And it's the same when you're spreading the gospel. Ladies and gentlemen, you are planting seeds in their life that one day, one day they're going to bring forth some fruit. You may see it, you may not. But listen to me, you've got to trust God that I'm doing this and I'm trusting the Lord for him, for him to give the increase. Not myself. The Bible says some plant, some water, but God gives the increase. Amen. So you have got to trust God and his word and do his work when you plant those seeds. Verse 16, that ye submit yourselves unto such and to everyone that helpeth with us and laboreth. Paul exhorts the Christians to submit themselves to such and to everyone who helps, works, and labors. Amen? And laborers, I'm sorry. A laborer in the faith. You know, that's even in the physical world, in the real world. That's one thing people don't even want to do anymore. They don't want to do labor. Just hard labor. Dig a hole. Move some dirt. Cut a tree down. Nobody wants to real do any hard labor. But can I just tell you, that's where the work is at. That's where the rubber meets the road. Somebody has got to get out there and labor. And listen to what Paul says. Help with us and laboreth. Somebody has got to pick up that shovel and get to work and go to planting them seeds for the Lord Jesus Christ. I like what one old farmer told me. He said, you know, them seeds don't do no good sitting in the barn. Boy, he was sure was right. If you got tracks sitting in your closet, give them out. If you got extra Bibles, give them out. If you got invitations to church, give them out. Amen? Them seeds don't do any good sitting in the barn like that old farmer said. You've got to get them out there, get them in the ground, get them watered, get them planted, get them growing. Amen? And let, leave, it, leave it to God to give the increase. And so, if we all live this out, that every one of us, listen what that verse says, that ye submit yourselves unto such, and to everyone that helpeth with us and laboreth. That puts us all on equal ground. That puts us all, we're laborers. 
When we stand before God, he's not going to say, well done, evangelist. Well done, pastor. Well done, church member. Well done, deacon. He's not going to say any of those things. But the people that did do a good job, he's going to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Amen. And that's what he's talking about here. Paul's saying those that laboreth with us, submit yourselves to them. And listen to me, if we were to all live that out within the church, within the Christian life, we were to live it out, it would prevent a lot of division. It would prevent a lot of jealousy. It would prevent a lot of things that go on because we would all be at one accord pulling the plow forward for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And so let's do that. Let's submit ourselves to one another. Let's get in there and labor with one another. Amen. Verse 17, I am glad of the coming of Stephanus and Fortinus and Achaeus for that which was lacking on your part they have supplied. For they have refreshed my spirit and yours. Therefore, acknowledge them are such. Don't you like that? What Paul says, thank God for these men that came because what, what you're lacking, they have. And Paul says, they have refreshed my spirit and yours. Don't you like some of those traveling families that every one of them play an instrument and they sing and they come in and boy, it sounds so good and they refresh your soul and they might give you a message. Boy, it's just so good. I believe that's what the Bible's talking about here and I believe God still calls people to that. There's some traveling families out there and that's what they do. They all play an instrument. They all sing. They all get up from each other. I love that, man. And it refreshes your soul and your spirit. And that's exactly what Paul is talking about here. So Paul commends them to the loving respect of the local church. Those people should have the love and respect of the local church. Amen. When they're serving God and they're refreshing your soul and your spirit. Verse 19, the churches of Asia salute you. Aquila and Priscilla salute you much in the Lord. With the church that is in their house, Christians would gather. Listen, Christians would gather back then. That's where the church started, was in the house, in the home. And I believe it's going to end that way too. And they would start there with prayer and fellowship. Uh, then after that, then they'd go out into their workplace and preach and teach or go out into the street or wherever it was, wherever it was that God had called them to. Amen. And that's what you should be doing also. Verse 20, all the brethren greet you. Greet ye one another with a holy kiss. Now listen, I'm not I'm not going up to nowadays and greeting another man with a holy kiss. We've kind of replaced that with the handshake, and I don't believe God's going to be upset with us for that. That's a traditional thing within a certain countries, and they still do that. But I'm not doing it. Amen. Verse 21: The salutation of me, Paul, with mine own hand. If any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be anathema, maranatha. Accursed translate to the Greek word anathema. If any man don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, they are accursed. Their sin is upon their head. They will pay the penalty for the price of sin because they do not know the Lord Jesus Christ. And I like that word maranatha. It, what does it mean? It means, oh Lord, come. Oh Lord, come. That's what maranatha means in Aramaic. It, it, it was used and expressed by the early Christians 
And I still like that word, and that word still means the same thing. I look forward to that. Oh, Lord, come. Use that today. You make sure you're, you're, you can say that, Maranatha, and you're not, not like the anathema where you're accursed, where your sin is upon your head. You make sure that you have repented of your sins, you've asked God for forgiveness, you've turned from your wicked way, and you put your faith and trust in the finished work of the cross that Jesus died, he was buried, and he arose again the third day. We pray you have been blessed by today's message. If you have been saved or are in need of a prayer, please contact us at 352-247-9200. That's 352-247-9200. Thank you for tuning in to Crossbound Ministries radio broadcast. Will you please pray about supporting our ministry and broadcast? You can go to crossboundministry.com or send your support or a gift to P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida, 34451. That's P.O. Box 7, Inverness, Florida, 34451. For a gift of $10 or more, we will send you a booklet. Please pray for us as our ministry and radio broadcast grows. Tune in every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. to hear a message from our preacher, Mike Sadler. You can follow Crossbound Ministry on Facebook, YouTube, and visit us on the web at crossboundministry.com. If you are a pregnant woman in need of help, there is hope. You can reach out to the Citrus Pregnancy Center. There are locations in Inverness and in Crystal River. Their phone number is 352-341-5176. That's 352-341-5176. This broadcast has been sponsored in part by Henley's Grading Incorporated for all your land clearing and hauling needs. Located in Hernando, Florida, 352-897-3507. That's 352-897-3507. This program is sponsored by Crossbound Ministry of Inverness, Florida.